0: Hello and welcome to Own Your Divine Light podcast. My name is Yara Atlantica Miller. This is the soul name of Janet Miller, my birth name. I also have another soul name, Isla Serona Miller. These names were given to me through a deep spiritual process. I'm telling you this because when you listen to these different seasons, you will hear me introduce myself as Janet, Isla Serona, and finally as Yara Atlantica Miller. I want you to know these names are all me and simply an evolution of my divine aspect. We all have been on an amazing journey to embody the divine aspects of ourselves. We have been asked to look at our light and shadow and to recognize and accept all that we are. We came onto this planet because we knew this was going to be a challenging job. That's why I created Own Your Divine Light podcast. This podcast is full of so many people who have walked their talk and shifted their lives no matter what they have been through. You will hear many ways to support you on this journey as a multidimensional being and steps you can take to becoming that divine being that you've always known yourself to be. Thank you for joining this podcast. Let's now take a deep dive in today's empowering conversation.
1: So hello and welcome to Own Your Divine Light Show. I'm Janet Miller and I invite you to listen to the transformational life of Colleen Slaughter-Roy, who is a new thought leader who combines her entrepreneurial leadership skills and spiritual practices into impactful leadership. Colleen helps people dig deep into their beliefs of what is holding them back and taking the bolder moves. Her company name, Needed to Create Authentic Leaders. Welcome Colleen. Thank
2: you, thank you so
1: much for being here. It's such an honor.
2: I, I just feel about. this affinity with you, so thank, thank you so you. much for Appreciate extending it. the offer, and i really, truly enjoyed being here with it, with you, thank and you. serving, serving your people through this video.
1: Thank you, and everyone is learning so much from you because you have a great story and I'm so excited to hear. So my first question is about, well, tell us a little about your life. I know you, I kind of know where you're from, but you need to tell people your story and where you live now and how did this all
2: happen? Yeah, <laughs> how did it all happen? Thank you. Yeah. So um, the first thing I want to just share to give a little context is I came from a, a, a home that was very dysfunctional. You know, I was talking with a client the other day and he laughed and he goes, you know, I think all of us have or most of us. So I'm sure I'm not <laughs> in the minority there, but and there was a lot of stuff that went down. And um, and so one of the effects of the dysfunction was that we didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I also um, I didn't feel that I really had role models that around me, uh, people that I really wanted to. uh be, be like mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. Um, And I will say this I have always had this this pretty strong intuition, which um, I'm, I'm most at home with myself when I honor it yes. um, And there have been many moments in my life when I dismiss it Because mm-hmm. the people around me I feel that I don't belong when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. that That's not true now, but that has been true at different episodes in my life um, and so There I grew up in Kentucky and uh, I grew up actually in Louisville. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and why is that even significant? Or why would I mention that? Because Janet, you said that a minute ago, like why, what's, you know, now I live in France. Um, Mm. The road between Kentucky and France literally did not happen overnight. Um, But I always had this yearning to come here and I might say something outlandish. I don't think it'll be outlandish to you, Janet, but some people might. I really believe my pull to come here is because I've had many of my lives here. Mm -hmm. So I do think there's been a karmic uh, draw uh, to be here because I had a series of years where I was back and forth between Kentucky and France. I would work uh, at a waitressing job, earn money and come over for three months and go back to the U S and do another job and come back and, you know, all of these things before I learned that I could get uh, how I could get my working papers here. But essentially, because I always had it in my mind, I wanted like in high school was the first time foreign languages were offered and we had a choice between Spanish, German, French, and, uh, there was no question I was going to study French. For me, there was just no even thinking about it. Um, And my mom knew this, and my mom knew, I will say this, um, she was, could be tough in a really great way, in that she knew that she would work, you know, two jobs if necessary, so that I could pursue my dream, which at that time meant coming to France for a semester. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, and so I did do that when I was in college, and it was life-changing in more Mm -hmm. ways than one. First of all, I met a lot of people like me, other Americans that really loved foreign cultures. Yeah, exactly. And then I found that I could um, be resourceful and take care of myself in an international city because I had never, I was in Paris. I had never been outside the U.S., much less lived in international city. Isn't that Uh, a good
1: feeling to be able to say, I can take care of myself here. It it was
2: amazing. And, And again, as I said earlier, it was a long road. So not only the long flight across the Atlantic, but I mean, When I first got here, I hated it. Everything was different. Everything was so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned about culture shock. Mm -hmm. And I went through my version of what Joseph Campbell says is the dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, probably about a hundred times I wanted to leave and go back to Kentucky where it felt easier. It felt that was my comfort zone. And, you know, what I've come to understand, and of course, then I came out the other side by the end of those three and a half months, like, wow, look, at I can speak French now, I can, because I had classes before in the US, but it's not the same thing as living in the country. And, um, and, wow, I have all these people I know here, and I can get along, like you said, international city. And I realize now as I'm saying that, that that, what I spoke about, and there's a man named Otto Schammer who speaks about that, the you theory, but essentially that was a transformation I went through, right? And that transformation involves a dark night of the soul. And it doesn't have to be dramatic where we're really in darkness. Mm. It can be, you know, just last a little bit, but I've had many, many of those. And that's an example too, where you mentioned the bold moves where I just pack up and go.
1: It's a fantastic, I mean, you're, you're amazing. I think like you're just, you're, you, you had the hero's journey. You've been on the hero's journey, which is, um, I forget the author who wrote them that mm. wrote about the hero's journey, but Conrad, is it Conrad? He, mm. um, spoke about that and you've done the hero's journey and it can be many dark nights in the So I too have gone there. So I get that. Completely. Mm, you know,
2: yeah, So yeah. It's really for your
1: growth, I think. And you have to learn to, I mean, well, you learn, you don't have to, but you learn that if you really want to go, go somewhere in your life, you have to step through that door of fear. You've got to step through it. Absolutely. And once you get through it, you go, wow, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was scary as hell in the beginning, but now it's okay. I can, mm-hmm. I can do it. I did it. And, and then the next time it comes along, the fear can still be there, but then you're still ready for the next step you're not so scared you're not so afraid to take it this next time and it opens so many doors
2: hmm.
1: it's huge. so you know I, 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 I applaud that you've kept going with your journey and look at where it's taken you I think it's wonderful yeah
2: it's been amazing the doors and I always know and I learned that early on and then I had it validated by some spiritual uh, wise people but before I officially took a spiritual path let's say Um, I just figured out that if I'm doing the right thing, like right with a capital R, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily mean legally, although I don't break the long purpose either, but I mean, right, like intuitively what feels like the right thing. Where do I feel that sense of expansion inside me? Yes. Things just open up. They just open up and, and crazy things like, for example, It's very difficult to get a license, a driver's license in France. Mm. It's extremely expensive, everybody has to take uh, lessons even if you already have a license from somewhere else. It's very expensive, it takes forever, it's a very hard test to pass. Mm. Guess what, of all the states, at the time at least that I was getting, looking into this, of all the states, guess which state has an automatic exchange with France?
1: Don't say
2: Kentucky. Yes, seriously. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, wow, it's an example. Uh, it's tough. an example uh, of um, a karma, um, reward. Exactly, <laughs> and you know, and another thing, I had been working uh, <coughs> somewhat illegally. Do I say that word? I'll whisper it. You know, illegally under the table with a, a Canadian stock brokerage company in Paris. And, and they, you know, we'd all been in conversations, how are we going to make this legal? Because with the U S passport, it wasn't going to necessarily work. It'd be really tricky. And the, the woman who worked there has had a really great friend at the Irish embassy and they were on the phone just chatting. And the woman who worked there shared with the friend, well, yeah, Colleen, Mm. and then finished what, whatever the sentence was. And the Irish embassy person said, oh, well, doesn't she have working papers?" I mean, her name is Colleen. That's Irish. <laughs> and I said, "Well, no, but you know, well, my grandmother was born there, but you know, that was a long time ago." And and the woman oh, said, "No, actually, you can have you can have the right to Irish citizenship." And so, wouldn't you know? You know, I pursued it, and but it was one of these whispers that sure. I pursued, but there was another door opening an example of when we're doing the right thing
1: that things happen mm-hmm. things you're, you're, you're taking those steps
2: we just trust the yeah. doors are going to open
1: trust it's huge and wow you did it it's so great wow it's it's it, i love these kind of stories because these are the miracles that happen in people's lives mm-hmm. and you know it's mm-hmm. not like you there are different kinds of miracles and this is definitely one for sure and look at where it's gotten you i mean mm-hmm. now you're in your home of your dreams and your life is on a path that's just there's no boundaries. I mean, <laughs> there,
2: here, there. I don't always feel like that. I got to tell you the truth, but thank oh, you. Yep, I'm true. glad you I see that it. you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kids
1: will do that to you. I know that. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun to have them too. It's a lot of fun. So you know, you've opened the door of authenticity with your clients because look at you, you're so authentic and you're so, you know, you honor people for you because you've been on the journey and so you know where, how people can get to where you've gotten. You can share that with them and and this helps their leadership. So what, how do you do that for your clients? Like
2: oh, what a great, great question. Um, so yeah, so authenticity and courage, those are two uh, of my top values. Mm-hmm. And you know, name of my company, Authentic Leadership International. Um, and then it's funny cause the web address is actually boldermoves.com. Yes. Yes. And some people think, well, what in the world is a link? I mean, that's kind of strange to have a web address that's bolder moves, but yet the name is authentic. What they really, it's like what I have found and everybody that I've worked with, whether it's individual and coaching or teams, facilitating teams, um, it takes a lot of courage these days on on earth to, to be who we are. Mm. I mean, as I said earlier around my example of really just being intuitive and Mm. trusting my intuition, where a lot of people around me, at least I interpreted that they thought I was weird. And so <laughs> then I sought to pretend to not be intuitive. Okay. Um, I was only blocking off my own energy and my own light. Yes. Right? And Absolutely. so, but it takes courage. to say, look guys, I disagree or This is the mm-hmm. life I'm living. Yeah, I saw this really cool um, phrase on Facebook. Uh, somebody put there, but it said something like, don't worry about fitting in, just create mm-hmm. your own category.
1: Absolutely. And, and you've probably expanded all these people's minds that you work with. I mean, you've probably planted these seeds that have changed them the way they look at things in the world because you're bringing yeah. such a new outlook.
2: And yeah, a, it, a lot of people get surprised because I don't always use the S word in business, you know, S meaning spirituality, oh, of uh, course. Yeah. but they still get surprised. Yeah. It depends honestly on the region of the world because yeah. some regions are more used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, they definitely bring that. And it took me a while to get to that in my business. You know, I had a period where I was real salesy and all about making the money. And now I'm more, and this is to answer your question because I realized I didn't really answer it earlier. How Mm -hmm. do I help my clients with that? Well, have clients get in touch with what their true values are? Because at least my story with values is when I initially looked at them, I saw the values I thought I had, I wasn't living. Mm. And those which I really wanted to have, Mm. um, I wasn't living or I was living values that I thought other people thought I should be having. So it was this whole messed up thing, like really, who am I and what, most importantly, what do I stand for? Mm -hmm. So I help clients with that. Mm. And to really be, um, the phrase I use a lot is in alignment with themselves. And the vast majority of people I work with, it's about confidence. And um, that's my favorite word in French, uh, because in French, the word for confidence, confiance, it means both confidence and it means trust. Mm. And I see my experience as they go together. When we really trust ourselves, and it doesn't mean I'm always going to come up with the number one top answer that everybody in the world agrees with. But it means that I trust my own intentions. I trust my purpose. I trust my worthiness. Mm. Now there's a word we don't hear a lot, but I've found to be really relevant. Very... When I trust that, um, then I can be more fully who I am. Um, and so it's not, it sounds really easy, but there's a lot more to it, but essentially that's it. And then also understand what my purpose is, or at least have a clear idea. Cause very often for most of us purpose, it's a process to get to. It's not something we just, Oh, that's my purpose, but it's, process of self-understanding right, right. and yeah. it's yeah. ongoing it's an ongoing absolutely journey. well that's it's that's what we're evolved, doing here right that the earth's goal is yeah. <laughs> understanding yeah. that and people realize
1: there's no end result if, when you finally come to understanding. there's really not an end result but you see results you're seeing it all the time but there's not an absolute end to it and to be open to that, I think that changes your whole outlook on life. Like, mm. you know, you're just open to what's, what is available to me? What what do I need to bring in here? Or what do I need to know now? What do I need to do with my clients? This is what you're bringing. You're just looking at that and you're bringing that out to people. And I think that's so valuable and wonderful to, mm. to expand people's minds. I mean, you are, you're in mind, you're doing that. You're helping them see things that they would never have thought of. And I think that gives them, they're open to opportunities that, you know, creates their life in such a beautiful way that they,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I like yes. this, this is what I want in my life and this is what I've been looking for and Colleen has shown me how to do that.
2: Yeah. A and lot so, of them don't even know that they have a yearning because it's really, I mean, a lot of the teacher I, I've done a lot of studying with and she she didn't come up with this material, but she brought a lot of it uh, from her teacher in India, and she's made it very accessible for the business world. And, you know, my experience is, and I've worked with probably thousands of leaders, both between one-on-one and then also when I'm facilitating teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people aren't even aware that they're yearning mm. for this this, you know, level of depth or this level of Um, I'm going to use the word peace. I just had a coaching conversation with somebody who really came to a lot of peace in the last few months. Mm. Um, And most people initially think, well, how can I just get that next promotion? Right. And then we start peeling back the layers of why do you want the promotion? And once we keep peeling, 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 Mm -hmm. right. Essentially it's be a lot of us think, well, the pay or the job or the whatever is going to lead us to be happier then when we peel back the layer of what does happier mean, well, literally it means more fulfilled Yes. for most of us, but you know, we might not know that right away and it's no disrespect to anybody. I certainly have been raised my hand the first one, you know, that was there in that boat. So as you said, it's definitely a process, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all about that willingness. Like you also beautifully said, walk through the fire to say gosh this scares the bejeebies out of me Yep. but it's better than at least what i often come to with myself the fire is much more attractive than the pain of not showing up for myself Mm -hmm. in the right in the way that really does move me forward Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah when you look back at your life and you say wow i actually did that i mean it's it's a great feeling to say I stepped through that fire. I actually no. moved and did it, and it's it's just rewarding. And and it's you know when we grow up, we we don't always have a good sense of ourselves. And then as you get older, you start, as you say, you're intuitive. You're learning about yourself. And then as an adult, we've we've been lucky enough to learn about expansion and mind opening, and so many people now are doing that. And that's why I wanted to do the show and. I feel that, you know, it's just such a fantastic opportunity in life to do this. It's just the best. I can't imagine any other journey to be on than this.
2: I, there's, no, there's no way. And, you know, I think about, too, I gave the example earlier of the move, obviously, from Kentucky to Paris. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of the things I've done, the big things, like then I was a secretary in Paris. And as an American, okay. That the context is not quite as um, important, let's say, as it is in France, because in France, it's about the Almighty Diploma. Oh. And it's very kind of in the US, it's show me what you can do, and I'll put a label on you. Okay. In France, it's show me your diploma, and I'll show you what you can okay. do. And so the fact that I went from that, and then not only did I say I'm going to go get my MBA, but I went to France's most elite school. Right, so I did that. I had children when people told me I doctors told me I couldn't have children. I mean, there's been just this huge list, and it seems like. in one of the things I have on my site says, "Bolder moves, higher levels." That's the tagline, and and I had some people say, "I just don't understand that." Well, the idea is when we are the most afraid, that's where we also have the most to gain.
1: hmm Yes. That seems to be when we're actually truly on our path and what we're supposed to do. When we're the most afraid, it's the universe telling you, do it, try it, because this is where you're supposed to be, because it's not supposed to be comfortable or easy, not in this reality. <laughs> it's definitely always a challenge. We're in duality. We have to, we have to take that uh, move. We're moving out of it, but we're... Um, this is, this is a great thing when you were talking about people not, you know, they, they have these, ex, they, they're not sure to give, they can't give themselves permission to move forward sometimes. They don't know how to say, I don't need to be in that box anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, I mm-hmm. think a lot of people are breaking out of it now. and That's why, you know. Yeah.
2: That's one of the gifts of the craziness that this world has become, mm-hmm. I think, is the fact that a lot of people are like, okay, I have to do something. Yeah, absolutely. I have to do something that makes me happy, that truly makes
1: my heart sing, that truly brings joy in my life. It's not about money, although I need mean money to live and I'm not being, you know, I got you got to be realistic, but also to be happy is so much more important because you can see people work and they're just not happy. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the old way. It's really old thinking that we're moving out of. And I think people like you bring it to people to show them that they don't have to be there anymore. They can change that. And um, I also like how you look at the whole person in your business. You look at the language of the role of the body, showing up as a leader, the role of trust in leadership. You have so many great approaches. Can you tell us a little more about that with you when you work with people?
2: Yeah, thank you. So I was actually really – when I – made the choice to go to coach. I knew it wasn't really a choice. It was more like I answered the calling to go to coaching school. Mm -hmm. Uh, by that point I knew that there were hundreds of coaching schools and you know, it's different than the university system, for example, where you have some kind of rankings it went and I really didn't know, well, which one do I go to? So Mm -hmm. it asked some people that I admired and Mm -hmm. they had uh, made a suggestion and someone else had suggested another. And the short story is I, I went with the one that the people had suggested because it, it, it's called New Field, I'm not gonna be cryptic, but it brings in um, the body. Ooh. And I know for me, as I mentioned at the beginning from the dysfunctional childhood, um, you know, I've been on a path of healing. I mean, in addition to making these bold moves, a big part of that, what goes synonymous with that is, is healing. Right. And, and, and my body has been a big part of that. You know, yoga is a huge part of my life. Meditation has oh, changed my life. Um, then I get body work like acupuncture or Reiki. So body is a big piece. And, um, I, I knew that a big part of my own dysfunction because of what I learned growing up, but I take responsibility as an adult was not learning about having a healthy relationship with my emotions. Mm-hmm. So I saw that emotions are important. And is it really the emotions that are good or bad or right or wrong? Well, no, I've learned it's neither. They're just their information about what my interpretation of experiences, right? Mm. And so um, being able to bring this to people who um, who are wanting and open to hearing more about that and learning more. Because for a lot of us, if we look at that, and Newfield calls it the Bell model, body, emotion, language, most of us in the Western world are more comfortable with language. We can do that. We can do that. We can go to IQ. Sure. Right? Um, and then again, depending on what our own childhood circumstances were, our cultures, where we may have grown up um, in the whatever part of the world, or what caregivers taught us, um, Where we we're might be more or less comfortable with emotions, but it really depends. It sure uh, does. <laughs> body for a lot of us, forget it. Yeah. But you know, it's amazing because Ralph, Ralph Waldo Emerson he said, um, "What you are speaks so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying."
1: Mmm. How interesting.
2: So, you know, and other body language experts will say 93% of our of our, langui- of our language is nonverbal. Mm. So there's the bot- nonverbal piece, but there's also what I'm coming to understand an energy about this, mm-hmm. right? There's an energy that people might not, not all people can always sense, but a lot of us can sense. So even if we have somebody has the smile or the right quote leadership body posture, that is coming in with quite a different intention. Mm. or um you know different thoughts going on that aren't really you know it's kind of faking it till he makes it or so those yes. of us who are more finely in tune can figure that out because of the energy that we're giving off so there's mm-hmm. we're so much more than what goes on in the rational part of our brain which is what rash with the iq pieces right yes. that's that whole language um we're EQ, you know, that emotional intelligence. And we're also, I might use the word SQ, which actually we modified that now in front of clients, uh, company clients, instead of calling it SQ, which uh, we, in our language, the group of collaborators I work with is spiritual wisdom. We've now call it the MQ, meaning the meaning quotient. Oh, so. so one of the ways that a lot of leaders inspire can inspire more is by bringing more meaning into what they do Mm -hmm. but you can't do that if you're just using the rational part of your brain absolutely So there's so much more i could say (laughs) in a nutshell
1: i love it because i was my next question was all about how you let your clients get better in touch with their true selves through this kind of impact that you teach them the meaning i mean how many companies talk about the meaning you know it's almost like sensory. I almost said the word sensory. I was thinking of my kids when they were in Montessori school and um, they were learning tactile touch and it's all about feeling and, 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 and the senses and making those come alive. And you're doing that with people in all these different ways. You're making them come alive with their emotions and, their lang- and they're making them be aware of all these different facets of who they truly are, the whole person. Mm -hmm. because we are we can disassociate from all these things and we don't um
2: we just don't Don't allow ourselves yeah we don't always know and then if we do know we or we sense it we don't always give ourselves permission because again it's scary and if I look at you know with all due respect and I'm also an American when I say this but particularly corporate America you know it's a can be a really scary place I mean if we look at the fact that one can get fired from one moment to the next, and and in addition to that, and you just froze for a second. There we go. Yeah. And in a, sorry, okay.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I just said there was it, no safety factor in the company.
2: There's no yeah. safety at all, and there's also no space to really reflect because, and I, you know. I just say it, but there's, there's no real vacation that people take. And they mm. really, you know, I mean, the very limited number of weeks per year. And even then, if they're not getting on conference calls, they feel guilty or they're afraid they'll be yeah. fired when they come back or, yeah. or <laughs> labeled yeah. Un- yeah. not engaged or not motivated. I mean, it's crazy. So it, I, that's one of the reasons why we moved over here, but, but the point is the point is, it, it, it's not anybody's fault, right? This is also some of the circumstances that we're around. But once we start knowing what could be possible, right? And again, there's a yearning a lot of us have and we don't always know we even have it. But that's part of what I am. You know, I've been able to see, um, I was told that we're all brought into this world with one of three different energies Right? And, and in a nutshell, one is all about soft love, one is about creativity, and one's about more of that tough love. Well, and right I'm now. more of that spicy, tough love one. You know?
1: <laughs> okay, there's, you're in the right field then. You pick the right, right. Field for that.
2: So I there's think. definitely a lot of love, but it's also yeah. a little spiciness. So I, I think you get
1: the respect in that sense too because that's what people in business want they want to see you have that tough even though you have the sensitivity you also have that resilience you can yeah absolutely you can show them yeah. oh, I, can, I know I got this I got this exactly
2: got this. exactly yeah so just to say how do I do it I do that right but in the beginning and I, I always want to create a sense of safety for, for the people I work with. Right. And I really mean that. I mean, there's a sense of confidentiality. There's a sense I'm always going to hold that highest version of you. Mm -hmm. If I am challenging, it's with your permission and always with knowing that this is where I want to help you get to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, it's really cool how the universe works because very often the people who choose more times than not, the people who choose to work with me, they just sense something there's it's, you know, it's also intuitive people, not always, and it's not that I only work with intuitive people. It's just, it's people that just are—they oh, can't interest. really put their finger on it, right? But and they follow it. You can go, yeah. So-
1: we just okay. froze for about a good two minute or so. So okay if you want to repeat what you said, it was totally not happening.
2: <laughs> sure. What was the last thing you heard me say? I just don't remember what when it froze. Re- you
1: were talking about the safety with your people and that. Oh
2: yeah. That I, that I,
1: intuitive people who join you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's not that I only work with intuitive people right. at all, but it's just that most people who choose me, And they choose because there's some kind of a pull and they're not always able to articulate why, but they just sense. And some people say, well, I love that you love yoga or I love that your meditation that makes you different than the other candidates Mm -hmm. I saw or whatever it might be. But the point is, you know, they're, they're at choice when they choose to work with me. And then I create that sense of safety. Uh, which I believe in thoroughly, meaning confidentiality, meaning I will always hold my wonderful people I work with at the highest level of their version of them, Mm -hmm. even when that means I'm spicy and might be challenging,
0: especially
2: when I'm being spicy, um, so that they they know what the intention is, right? And so that's how, that's how. And you know, I never proclaim to be an expert on anybody, Everybody knows him or herself much better than I ever could, but I can say what I observe in one sense. Absolutely. And uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. I mean, half the time, I won't say it too loudly, but half the time I don't feel like I'm working. Which is
1: wonderful. See, I that's just, when you know you're where you want to be. That's when you know you're in your true
2: passion. Mm, absolutely.
1: Not feeling like work. Oh my goodness. you've got It's the most wonderful feeling. I think that is great. I mean, that's, yeah, it. you've made it, you, you found your, you found your calling, you found your That's
2: program. for sure. Yeah. And now, you know, it, there's still fires to walk through, even with this, you know, oh, I sure. mean, I, it's not like it's, it's easy. a really intensive training yeah. program this year, like development program. And it was, you know, there's still the next, every time we want to get to the next level, right? There's still,
1: keep, but for keep sure. But you're yeah. enjoying it on the, on this journey, you're enjoying this part now. I mean, you know, it's giving you that push, but you're not minding it. You're going, okay, I can do this. I'm going to just go. I'm going for it. You know, I love that. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's all the joy. And like you and I were speaking about the beginning that, you know, my um, my birthday is tomorrow. But the reason I share that is that very often when I'm making choices, I make them, you know, Stephen Covey said, start with the end in mind.
1: Mm, I and, love
2: that. and I realize, you know, with each year, one thing I absolutely feel 300 percent wonderful about is my career choice you know mm-hmm. and all the you know and there's bold moves I've made to get here too you know but it's like here I am and as you've said this is where I'm staying and it feels awesome and that's not that's not on my list of need to work on or change before I go right and you know there are other things on the list but not that one
1: <laughs> yeah so I know that you have um Miss independent. And I love that because I actually played that song for my daughter when one of her major birthdays. Because <laughs> she like that. And, and this is, and so you <sighs> described enough about your personal approach and you had your two special words that you said, authenticity and wisdom. Is that what you courage. mean? Courage. Yeah, or courage, courage. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And um, so these values that you ask of people, to, you know, you really are, you know, I love the part about values that you ta- ask people, you want to, you want people to, you know, understand your values and you help them look at what their values are. You help them discover really what their values Mm -hmm. truly are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what, what else can you talk about in that sense? Anything else about your values and how you can. Oh
2: yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. We talk a lot about things. I mean, a lot of the things that we discovered, uh, you used the word trust earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at a lot of what we're doing involves relationships with other people right? Um, Because if we take away any company you can speak about, and we take away the computers, the desk, even the product that they might make or sell, there's nothing that could exist without the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And But it starts with leadership of self. Mm. And so that's where this comes in, and also where personal life comes in, because a lot of people also work with their company sponsored, and they, they feel that they can't, they they shouldn't share really what what their uh, what might be going on for them in other parts of their lives outside the office. Oh. Actually, no, we're holistic people. Yes, and if something's amiss at home, it's going to show up at work, and vice versa. Oh. Um, and, and and what the company's paying for is that you become a more effective leader. Right. So we do a lot of that leading self because some people say, I don't get how, in fact, I had one client in actually based in Africa, but he had something major going on at, in his personal life and every call he, for the first two thirds of the calls, he would say, I just feel gosh, so guilty because this is not what, you know, you were signed up to do, but you know, I need help here. And it was amazing because then it was just, he just needed two or three calls at the end to do what his professional goal was because he felt so much joy, so much lightness for having moved through this other very challenging part of his life. And it's an example of where, yeah, we spend a lot of time on leading self, a Mm. lot of time. And because we need to lead self to be able to lead team, to be able to lead organization. Yeah. lead the world, right? There's this whole starts with the inner circle of self and then team and and we, we might speak about, it's really interesting, your question, because I can have different people asking me different scenarios on the surface, right? Like, well, how do I transition out to another role all the while helping the new person get used to, or how can I, um, Uh, I don't like the way I show up when, when I'm triggered, how can I, you know, give a better example, but, you know, these are all some recent coaching topics that came to the table, great topics, and, and, as we dig, it's almost always the same stuff,
1: what do you stand
2: for, what are you about, why
1: are you here? Yeah, you get right to the core, I mean, you're really doing this core work with people, which is... It's such mm-hmm. a gift. I mean, they, they connect with you and they get in this gift of really finding who they truly are. You know, it's just amazing.
2: Finding who they truly are and balancing that with this uh, often or sometimes arduous task of being a human. Yeah. Right. And so um, that we all are, have, right? We said that earlier. So this notion of, okay, so I know that I'm here to be of service and mm-hmm. to help move forward the world in my special way with the skills that I've been granted. And um, however, I'm still a human. I still get triggered. I still behave in ways I'm not proud of. Mm -hmm. I still have self-doubt. Yes, I do. And I still uh, lack confidence at times. And, you know, I give my power away. And, you know, there's a million other things I do that are so human. And so there's, as long as I'm walking here and as long as every person I work with is walking here, (laughs) We're also going to need to balance those things, right? Mm -hmm. That whole idea of self-love, self-acceptance, forgiveness, depending on the extent to which we want to take that with, yes, yes, and I'm still walking this path of stepping more fully into my purpose. Mm -hmm. So it becomes, you know, we could use the word holistic, but it also is quite complex, or it can be, right? Depending on on where our various resistance patterns are, depending Mm -hmm. on... The messages we've received, oh, yes. um, and that we allow in. Yeah, you're saying, "Oh yes, so you got it."
1: Self-love has been my whole journey, and I think when you bring that into your work ethic, mm. oh my goodness, I mean, what a what a fantastic thing that the person is experiencing to, you know, learn that you know it's okay to love yourself. There's ways to do that. It's you know, it's there's there's ways to learn how to do it that balances out your life and, and makes your life better and opens up. The doors
2: again. I mean, well, it's yeah, it's really the only way forward. Yeah, it is the way forward. I love really the most inspirational leaders. You know, we always say there's so much you could talk about with leadership, and anybody who even wants more, like just look at the blogs on my website, all the different topics. There's so many different topics. But if we were to melt down leadership into three steps, Mm -hmm. it's self-awareness or awareness. And the second one is choice, and Mm. I'll say more about that in a minute. And the third is ownership. Okay. And why do we say choice? Because Mm. 70% of the human population either has information about themselves or chooses not, you know, doesn't want to hear the information about themselves, or they hear it, but they choose not to do anything with it. Choice. That's part of the human condition as well. That's one of thirty most
1: words, yeah. Go yeah, ahead.
2: and thirty percent of us, because I, I will give myself credit. I've signed up for this. Have chosen with awarenesses we have mm-hmm. to do something about it. I.e., move forward.
0: Yeah. And
2: depending on our life story, it's, it's, it's can be really difficult at times. It's not easy. No. That's why other people choose to. Blah, 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 I don't hear anything. Right. I don't see anything. Um, <laughs> And then the ownership is that whole process of, I did it again, there I go again, oh man, right? But, you know, it's that being accountable and saying, I commit to practicing, which is the only way our brains can change. Our brains yeah. do not, no matter how smart we are, guys, no matter how high achieving we are, we can't change like this. No. We don't transform yeah. like this, we transform. With new neural pathways in our brain, it takes practice. And that's where the commitment comes in and the choice. And it's like often, it's not just a one-time choice. I have to, on a daily basis, I choose. I want to be in higher levels of consciousness. I want to be more inspiring. I'm going to choose, even though it's exhausting for me right now, but I'm going to choose this. So that's what else we talk a lot about are those three pieces, right? And obviously the choice and ownership piece are the part about being human. And, and the ownership also kind of starts bridging into this spirit part of us, right? This light within us because it's an ownership. It's, it's, cl- it's staking a commitment to be more of that as a human, right? And and yeah it's not for the faint of heart, (laughs) but it is for all. That's exactly This is not a faint of
1: heart path. People think, oh, you know, spiritual airy fairy people, uh uh-uh. If they actually knew, I mean, when you actually are on this path, this is one tough path. (laughs) It is really tough. And I mean, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. I mean, because what Nothing, I mean, in this, in this, in this world, there's nothing gained until you, you know, work through the difficulties. I mean, you don't get anywhere unless you get through the mm. tough stuff. It just doesn't work in this. No, know. or the tough stuff keeps showing up,
2: right? Whatever yeah. this persists. It's constantly
1: challenging you and you have to make those choices in your life to say, okay, I can, you know, I can choose this or I'm going to just run away or go that way or, you know, not, I'm putting the blinders on. It's all choices. And choice to me is like the magic word. I mean, I didn't, you know, you grow up not knowing you have choices because your parents are always telling you what to do, what to do. And then you come into adulthood and, like, oh oh my goodness, I can make a choice. I mean, I could, you're in college, I can go here, I can do there, I can go drinking, or I can study, or I could not, I could blow the whole thing, or I could choose to, you know, do it. And you have so many choices. But, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's a different word that people, I I think it's so important to realize the choice that you have. And then the ownership is, is, is so true you have to own what you've done what you've created in your life because we are the creators of our life and, and that's another thing people say oh I can't because this person did that and it affects me and blah 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 but really we create everything with our thoughts and we could get crazy mm-hmm. with all those talks but it's fun and it's interesting it's
2: scientifically proven and it's, proven too, and it's
1: true say, it is yeah. very very true yeah. So I know you're a vinyasa yoga teacher. We have a couple more minutes left and <laughs> bring that spiritual grounding into your life. And I think that has had so much depth to you working with your clients. And that's where you can bring in all the extras that you want. And meditation, of course, opens you up so much to mm. you know, the peace that you've talked about. That gives you that peace and calmness in your life mm-hmm. that you can just Go to that still point and just have that yeah it's my you know,
2: anchoring moment definitely, definitely. An anchor. Anchor. yeah, yeah really, really
1: for sure amazing. so i know you love helping people with their dreams it's just you're you're just that they never thought possible and you share you know so many break you have people have so many breakthroughs in leadership and this must be it must be a very fulfilling feeling for you when you see this happening
2: yeah i would say what's most fulfilling is when people the light goes on in their eyes mm. yeah and it's like uh, they're back mm. you know it's like uh in a good way that and they're
1: fully present in their body they're fully
2: present their light goes on I, you know again i just had a coaching conversation with somebody who in august mm-hmm. was in a lot of turmoil about a lot of changes going on in the organization he was being asked to be transferred um he didn't want because it would have really af- negatively impact his children mm. and his wife and and for me it just brings so much peace to hear how he shifted and it doesn't no longer matters what they're doing to your point what you said a few minutes ago but it's what is he gonna do oh. and he trusts himself yeah. and that is what brings me fulfillment is that Uh, when we really, again, I say it, but this is an example stepping into who we are Mm
1: -hmm. because,
2: you know, in this case, a lot of people look at the organization as up here and I'm down here, aren't I lucky to have a job? Um, And it can be easy to get into the fear mode, but seeing that also is wow, look at everything I can bring as a leader. So that's just one example of many, but ultimately, yeah, it's that light that goes in in our eyes where we just know with a capital K what our worthiness is. And we just know
1: that is a beautiful
2: who we are. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's
1: absolutely the best. I mean, I just, you can't ask for more than that. That's it. So I also, I know you have a little, a gift to share with people. If you want to just tell us a little, the audience
2: about the gift you have to share with sure. People. Thanks, Janet. Thanks for that. So, you know, I um am all about, I talked about the word bold moves before mm-hmm. or, authenticity, and how getting from uh, who we are now to truly who we are, and I, you know, I had a long, arduous journey for that, and I'm still working on it, It takes a lot of courage. Mm. So what I offer is a weekly bold move. It comes once a week. It is no more than three lines. It is absolutely free. It's very simple, actionable, um, where we can all start playing a little bit with what it means to be bolder. Play Mm -hmm. a little bit of what does it mean to step outside my comfort zone a little bit? Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way the comfort zone gets bigger is stepping out of it. And so when we take these two tiny steps each week, uh, or those that appeal most, uh, we're able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, that can be reached. You can go to uh, Boulder Moves. And it's not the city in Colorado. A lot of people think it's Colorado. (laughs) Boulder like courage dot com. it's on the first fold of that or you can go I think you somewhere written there honestly Janet it's funny I don't always remember it but I think it's bolder moves weekly bold moves yeah something like so. that we'll
1: uh, have that link up for them yep. yeah
2: you'll have the link up and you just put your first name in or no name at all I noticed recently on I was it in an, the email list that some people just don't put a name in at all. That's fine. No worries. And, and whatever email you want. Mm -hmm. And it would be uh, just a delight. I'd love to be able to serve you in this way. Um, yeah. So that's my free gift.
1: Thank you so much for that. I really really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So I have to thank you Colleen for stepping out of the box of mainstream leadership training, (laughs) the divine light by giving people this new bolder way of looking and learning how to reach for their dreams. And I would love our audience to write in and tell us how they like the show. Oh, that
2: would be awesome. I'd love to hear
1: that. Obviously we'll share that with you. And, and again, Colleen, thank you for being this glowing mirror of independence and creative thinking. And you share how much you help people and leaders step into making those bolder moves to unlock their passions, uh, ignite their authenticity and to create the lives they, really mm-hmm. they
0: really
1: love it. And I think, and they own their own divine light, which is all
2: that. Divine you know? light, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, I, know, I love it. Thank
1: you again. I'm so thrilled that we were here together. Thank and you, Janet. I am Janet Miller, awesome. and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thank you, Colleen.
2: Awesome, Janet, thank you. Big hug.
0: Hello again. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did, please remember to leave a review. This helps us gather ideas on how else we can improve our content so we can provide you the best experience as you tune in with us. Before I let you go, I want to let you know that as an energy facilitator and divine light mapper, I am here to guide you in discovering your soul's purpose in this ongoing new paradigm shift. When you're ready to discover your soul's purpose, Book a Divine Light Mapping session with me to gain understanding of your soul's journey. You may also book a Solex AO Scan session with me to harmonize your mind, body, and spirit. We'll take a look at your signature blueprint, which we all emit with energy, frequency, and vibration. And with this information you gain, you will surely leave here empowered to take charge of your sovereign body. When you're ready to book a session and to learn more about our current events, promos, and services, please visit ownyourdivinelight.com. Thank you again for participating in our podcast. Our journey to 5D continues.